This is Deborah Voorhees, director of 13 Fanboy, and Tina from Friday the 13th, part five. You are listening to Don't Go Out There, horror movie podcast. In a world where zombies, ghosts, serial killers, and vampires all exist, it's Nico, Brian, Mike, and Dustin, and they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. Just want to thank all our fans and listeners for listening. We really appreciate it. And tonight we are joined by director, actress, writer, Deborah Voorhees. She was Tina in Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning, but is now the director and writer of her new film, 13 Fanboy. Ms. Voorhees, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm doing terrific. Thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, absolutely. Um, Ms. Voorhees, you know, you, you're obviously known to uh, most of our audience as Tina from New Beginning, um, but can you tell us a little bit about what got you into acting and, and how you got that role and how it was on set? Sure. Um, well, I started out acting when I was still living in Dallas. And um, ironically, the very first thing I did was on the TV show Dallas. I was on seven different episodes uh, with speaking speaking roles and then uh, several other times as an extra. And then I started working behind the scenes. And not too long after working on Dallas, I went ahead and moved out to Los Angeles. And basically, um, you know, you get an agent and your agent puts your name out there. And um, I went in. It was a huge cattle call for uh, the film. Um, There was three days of long lines of people coming. And uh, so I was very honored to uh, be chosen. It was a lot of fun. Can you talk a little bit about the transition from actress to the now the trifecta of actress, writer, director? Um, yes. Um, you know, I loved my time as an actor, but as an actor, you really don't have a lot of control over what's going on. Uh, you know, you take the roles that come to you. You um, don't have a choice on how the film's edited together or what you know what exactly you want to do as an actor you want work so you take what work is out there uh by doing my own thing i was able to not only write it and put together something that i really wanted to do but i can take it from the beginning to the end and sure even as a director um it still has differences than what you initially had in your mind because of course what you're doing is you're putting a team together and that team comes together and they help create like you know the kills and you know how the performances will go i mean it, it very often sometimes um i may have i always know exactly what i'm thinking and what i want from my actors however the first thing I do is nothing with my actors. Uh, that's super important because you want to show them respect and let them show you what they've got and what they're thinking. And if it's not, I don't feel like it's working or it's not the right thing for uh, the film, then I'll redirect. But very often they come up with something better than what I had imagined. So um, it's really uh 
it's it's wonderful to be the director. Um, I've also was producing with my producing partner, Joel Paul Rizek. And so talk about, um, man, I don't even know how to tell you how busy you are. Acting is fun. <laughs> and, right. But as, as you know, when you're on set and the director and also doing some producer work, or frankly, just the director by itself, you have more than you can possibly do in a course of a day. And so it's it's pretty intense. But I still, even with the extra tension and everything and the stress of it, I love it. I love every minute of directing. Absolutely. A lot busier of a schedule, a lot busier of a day. I can only imagine. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So on our show, we've had Kane and Laura and CJ, and we've asked them about your most upcoming almost reunion type film that you wrote in a producing directing uh 13 fanboy can you talk a little bit about that film how did the idea come about where did it come from when laura was on our show she told us about being stalked personally by a fan so that's you know right. just so that's the kind of level of 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 fan that's in this franchise <laughs> right right <laughs> um well, the, it came about, I was actually on, on a phone call with my producing partner, Joel Paul Rizek, and we were talking about a different film we were discussing getting off the ground. And um, he just asked me, he said, look, I'm just curious, what is it like when you go to the horror conventions? What are horror fans like? And he thought, you know, you might be a little weird, <laughs> a little scary. They think, you know, and I said, you know, they're not. They're not like that at all. I said, just think about a bunch of guys and uh, women, people who just love to dress up. And it's like a bunch of kids getting dressed up for Halloween, but we're all a bunch of adults and being silly. I said, it, they're just really great people. He goes, oh, okay, that's neat. He said, well, he goes, have you ever had anything kind of weird happen? I was like, well, not at a horror convention, but, you know, I had some kind of weird situations with a couple of people online and contacting me, getting hold of my personal phone number and contacting me that way. And um, one of them sent me a message on Messenger that thought, wouldn't it be cool if you died in Friday or in real life like you did in Friday the 13th? And oh, no, no, no. Wow. That's really not uh, on my list of to-dos. So <laughs> that one bothered me, but not as much as the other one. The next one bothered me because it was on my personal phone. And I was actually back in my office. It was nighttime. And um, I had these two big windows and the drapes and stuff open. And I'm at my desk working. And I get a text message basically saying, that I'm being watched. Wow. Oh, no. And they made it clear they knew who I was and from Friday the 13th and um, that they he meant me harm. And, wow. um, you know, kind of acting like he was like Jason. And um, that one unnerved me. Both wow. situations turned out to be not that big a deal. I blocked him and didn't hear back. I had another person who um, is has been a little bit more problematic, but it's been, you know, all online kind of things, not the extremes that like Adrian and Lar had. Right. But um, so anyway, my producing partner said, that's our movie. And I'm like, 
Oh, hell no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) The hair on the back of my neck went up and I'm like, oh, no, that's real life. That's not a movie. That's scary. You know, and, uh, you know, that little part of you that you never voice and never say out loud, but there's a little piece of you in the back of your head. What if there was a fan out there like that? Right. You know, and so uh, for about five days, I really molded over and uh, did a lot of pacing and literally pacing. And then finally, I just decided, oh, my gosh, he's right. This is our movie. I can scare people with this. This is perfect. And so um, we jumped in and didn't look back or, you know, question it from that moment on. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I know you can't say too much, but, you know, for our fans out there that, that may not know a whole lot about 13 Fanboy, um, what, what can you tell us a, a little bit about, like, you know, the basic plot outline and that sort of thing? Well, 13 Fanboy isn't about an obsessed fan who is stalking the um, women of Friday the 13th and um, also uh, Halloween with Dee Wallace. And, um, you know, it's it's a very intense um, kind of thing of like Cape Fear, Hush, real intense kind of thing. It's It's a combination of, yes, it's a horror slasher. But it's also a thriller and a whodunit. Right. And I love having that combination. Because to me, um, if you to really, I'm really wanting to take a slasher film and bring it into kind of a new and different way of being. Where it is much more about um, the story and um you know the build up that thriller aspect of it and then the question of who is it you right. know yes ma'am miss, miss Voorhees, can you talk a little bit about this cast it looks like y'all even got Corey feldman it looks amazingly friday the 13th star studded it's it's got the who's who of the franchise in it yeah that's true <laughs> right well Corey feldman is absolutely hysterical in this film <laughs> he's a blast he basically um we had a script for him and he kind of took the essence of the script <laughs> <laughs> and then basically went rogue and went totally improv on us and um as a director um you always want to look for the gems and one of the worst things you can do is have an actor stick to exactly what you have if what they're giving you is better right and um so yeah it 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 was fantastic working with him and then of course kane hodder and Mm -hmm. cj graham you know two of the best known and most popular of the jasons in the franchise and oh my gosh both of them are some of the kindest sweetest most gentlest men you'd ever imagine uh, very thoughtful and caring. I really um, admire both of them. Then we have Tracy Savage and Judy Aronson, uh, Laura Park Lincoln. Yep. We have uh, Jennifer Banco. Ron Sloan is playing Dee Wallace's wife. Awesome. Um, 
I really don't think that I could have asked for a better group of people. You know, I honestly, I'll be truthful with you. I was a bit nervous. Um, I play a role in it as well. And I was worried about myself and everybody else because a lot of us haven't done much in the way of acting. And like, this film is going to be shot. Of course, I wasn't worried about Dee. She's been working forever. But this film's going to be shot if people are rusty and can't, don't have their acting chops anymore, right? Right. And I was, you know, I was worried about myself. Oh my God, can I do this again? It's been a long time. I was a journalist and then I was taught British literature and, and journalism. And uh, so it'd been a while. And, but I have to say, every single one of them turned out to be amazing gems. It awesome. really worked out extremely well. I couldn't be more thrilled to have this group of amazing actors in this film. Oh, yes, ma'am. I mean, I mean, everyone on this show is excited about it. There's a lot of excitement about it. But some have been kind of mistaking it for a fan film. Can, can, can you set the record straight on that? Will we see this in theaters or, or won't we? Well, I really hope we will. That was our goal from the beginning. And we've had several offers for a theatrical release from distributors. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a matter of picking one. I don't know what's going to happen right now with the COVID. Right, Um, absolutely. The virus is um, definitely a sticking spot for us. Um, I have learned that we have about 600 um, drive-in movie screens in the United States, which I didn't know we had so many. I was really surprised. I didn't either. (laughs) And it it is possible that uh, the source that I was looking at is wrong. But um, I'm wondering if we couldn't do a, a drive-in movie release. Um, it's just a lot. So much depends on, you know, when they open them up. We were hoping for a late fall release. Um, so, you know, I would love to tell you, yes, it's definitely not a fan film. Um, I think one of the reasons it kind of ended up getting uh, put in that mix of fan films is because there were a couple other people raising money at the same time that you right. were for right. this film. And we had several people say, oh, I just gave to that one. I thought it was you guys. Like, nope, wrong, wrong one. <laughs> 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 and so, yeah, there was, a, there was definitely some confusion on what this was uh, because of that. But um, I think for the most part, people are kind of getting the idea Oh, yeah, absolutely. And speaking of that, I mean, you've you've approached this movie a little bit differently to the fact that you were very inclusive with the fans. I mean, um, I, I saw where you even gave them an opportunity to be in the movie. Um, can you talk a little bit about that and, and what made you decide to go that route? Well, you know, 13 fanboy. How can you not have the fans involved? You know, and um, I had gotten to know so many of them. I have a group called Deborah Voorhees Sheer Horror group, and um, I've just gotten to know so many of them through that and through the convention that it was just like, I've got to get these people actually there, boots on the ground. So I did several things and not just um, inviting them to come on set to be a part of our horror convention and be extras inviting them to audition for uh, roles in the film. Uh, I invited them to submit artwork because I had several things where I needed artwork from people. I invited people to submit music um, to be included. So I have music, 
and I have um, artwork from fans. Um, I have, um, I mean, just all kinds of things. Like there's one, there's some crime scene photos, all created by a fan. That's awesome. Yeah. So it, I just, it was important to me to have as many people. I've taken fan names and named characters after them. <laughs> you That's know? Awesome. Right. Of so. Course. So the fans are, there's probably not a scene where a fan isn't involved somehow. Uh, It might be that somebody is mentioned and um, like there's one scene where one of our characters receives a package from a fan. And when you, the the card is read and uh, then the signature at the end is a fan, is a real Friday the 13th fan name. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. The 13 fanboy, you're going the way of the practical effects route in this film, Thank you. which I know we are all thrilled about as horror <laughs> fans because practical is so much better. Oh. I read somewhere you were possibly getting Nora Hewitt, Tom Savini's protege. Is right. that true? Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes. And in fact, um, we've we're fully shot, so we don't have to worry about anything. We're in the editing stage, which, you know, is pretty solitary. That's great. So um, but yes, Nora Hewitt came. And as you guys know that uh, she was in the ninth season, she won the ninth season of Face Off. Right. One of her competitors, uh, Meg Wilbur, was also there. And both of them, we had both of them on the film set and they were both terrific. That's all. I'm again, we're big practical effects fans on this show. So I'm really glad to hear that just because that's, yeah. Yeah, that's what a lot of us grew up on. So that's right? absolutely. Right. So that's what we like to see. Um, so normally we would kind of ask our we ask some of our guests their worst horror convention experience. You kind of really tapped into some of your worst fan interactions. So we really don't want to go back down that road. So let's kind of flip it a little bit. Go positive. What is your best or funniest or funnest or any of that at a horror convention or any kind of fan interaction oh my goodness there's so many i mean the one thing that i noticed right off are that the fans are just so sweet and so nice i guess i really like meeting the little kids there was this one little boy i don't think he was more than maybe five or six and he was in full roy costume uh, <laughs> mask and everything that's great uh, i was just like i got to get my picture with him and he was so adorable there were two twin boys they were six and um they were just so adorable because uh one of them grabbed a hold of my hand and wouldn't let go until finally his dad said you have to let her hand go now <laughs> <laughs> and he just sat there and his eyes were huge just sitting there looking at me and just like oh wow and i was just like this is just too adorable uh, he might be too young for this for for friday the 13th but he didn't seem to think so so i, I think they got it covered i think they're fine but um you know, there's just, there's been so many. I, I remember the sweet fan who came by, introduced himself, and he said, I'm going to go get in a my full, um, you know, outfit, Jason um, outfit. And he said, then I want to come by and get a picture with you. But he did that because he didn't want to just walk up to my table. He didn't want to scare me. And I thought, that is so <laughs> sweet. I love, I love that. that. Yeah. I absolutely love that. And uh, gosh, I just had the best experiences. I remember one dad bringing 
he had like four boys, one in a, um, a stroller and three other little boys. And they came over and spent some time with me. That was really neat. And I got to give all the kids a hug. And, <laughs> and I remember the guy that showed up from Australia with literally one of those really huge, gigantic um, suitcases and it was a whole bunch of the books and posters and masks and all different kinds wow. of things from a bunch of his buddies in Australia. And oh, so that was a lot of fun, too. But there's just been there's tons of different things. You you kind of answered it the way a lot of other people do. And that's the sense that there's so many kids at these things. And I think that's great. It's kind of cool because that's, you know, how a lot of people came up. And I think it's yep. kind of cool to make the horror slasher genre a little bit of a family experience. <laughs> Absolutely. 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 And, you know, I think th there was a time when I wondered how kids would do with it. But I think right. when the parents show them that it's a pretend world Absolutely. and that it's not real, I think it makes a huge difference. Um I really haven't um, seen anything to suggest that it it's not okay. I think if right. if the kid was left with the impression it was real, maybe that would be a problem. But you know, they like one parent said, "Oh yeah," when he saw me get killed in uh, Friday the 13th, he was like running around the house screaming, upset, and everything. And then they went and got some of my other movies and shows and things and uh, showed okay. him. See, she's still alive. She's right there. It's just make believe. And then they took and they got some videos of people doing um, horror makeup and stuff to show them how it's all make believe. Oh, that's and awesome. then, then he, you know, he loved horror movies ever since. That's great. I love mm -hmm. that. That, that that's my story basically i, I don't want to bore my co-host with my story again but that that's how i was i was six or seven and i've watched jason lives um my babysitter rented the D, uh, the vhs for us from blockbuster and i still remember it to this day i don't anything else from six or seven now nah, i couldn't tell you but i still remember me and my <laughs> little brother constantly pausing Jason lives over and over because we were so scared we couldn't just keep watching it. <laughs> and now and and then now we've had CJ on the show and you know so many Friday the Thirteenth alumni and it's so cool to be, get to talk to all of y'all. It's it's a great honor, honestly. Well, thank yeah. you. It's an honor to talk with you guys too. So yeah, going back one last time to uh, to Thirteen Fanboy, um, you guys doubled the amount of money you were trying for on that uh, Indiegogo campaign for the right. movie you, you briefly uh, talked about earlier. Um, you know, can people still donate, or or how can people help support this movie still? You actually, if you're still wanting to get your name in the credits or anything, you can still do that. Um, won't be too much longer. As soon as I start doing the credits, we'll cut it off. They uh, basically Indiegogo allows you if you make your um, goal, then they put you where you can do it continuously until the film is finished in post. And so I'm going to cut it off once I start uh, doing the credits, because obviously I need to put everybody's name in the right spot. So. No. Everybody listening to this right now, as soon as you get off the listen yes. to this, go to the Indiegogo campaign for 13 Fanboy and 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 get your name in the credits. There you go. Awesome. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ms. Vori, just want to thank you for joining us tonight. We really appreciate your time. And we all look forward to, to watching 13 Fanboy. We're really excited absolutely. about that. Absolutely. 
Well, I thank you so much. I'm really excited to see what you guys think of it. Thank you again so much for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you. You bet. You guys take care. You too. Stay, Stay safe. safe. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 And I uh, just want to remind everybody to uh, don't go out there.